And welcome back to the Maximum Hoops Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed my look back at the 2020 NBA Draft and um, how um, my grades of the first round went. Um, so there are some notable second rounders that uh, I think need to get some attention. Um, uh, let's start with pick 34. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers took Theo Maladon, traded him to Oklahoma City, where he subsequently subsequently became a starter on the the, the, the pleated uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, he looks like he has a chance to uh, be an integral part of that roster, whether he's starting or coming off the bench. Um, I know they did just acquire Kemba Walker. There's word that they're trying to get rid of Kemba Walker just as fast as they got him. Um, uh, but anyways, uh, yes, he is, um, he is, uh, he, he has been a great player. That was an awesome pickup for, um, Oklahoma City. So, one pick later, uh, 35, Xavier Tillman Sr. from Michigan State. Really an undersized center, which you don't see many of those anymore, but they, they used to be plenty. Well, he ended up becoming a, the solid backup to Jonas Valanciunas in Memphis, um, very, very good player. Um, was able to um, um, uh, basically uh, take over the starting or the backup center uh, role uh, predominantly. And um, I think they have big things planned for Tillman uh, with the second unit. Um, let's go to pick 38, which was Utah, which was traded to Detroit. Saban Lee um, from Vanderbilt. So Saban Lee went to Detroit, which was a good situation. Signed, I believe, a two-way contract with Detroit. Uh, was able to start due to injuries. Killian Hayes had an injury. Um, they they uh, dealt Derrick Rose. Um, they basically had no other point guards. So Saban Lee got a lot of run with the Pistons. Was able to really cement himself as a, um, a nice uh, piece going forward. And um, they really are expecting him to help out the second unit. Uh, Killian Hayes is back and starting. So um, Saban Lee has a chance to be their backup point guard. Uh, really, really good um, player he turned out to be. Um, let's see. The, a couple others. Kenyon Martin Jr. was drafted by Sacramento, traded to the Houston Rockets. Um yeah, I mean, Houston, once they decided that they were going to rebuild and they decided they were going to trade James Harden, um, that basically the play, I mean, basically their roster got young and, and Kenny Martin Jr. was able to get a lot of uh, run as a um, as a three, um, play maybe a little bit of four, but he mostly was uh, playing as a wing. Really good player, um, really enjoyed um watching him grow too as I watched a lot of Houston Rockets games this year and uh, he became a really good player uh, a lot of better shooter than his dad um, so uh, he is uh, at the Houston Rockets and um, and whatnot so um, you know there were some disappointments like Nico Mannion went to the Warriors uh, signed a two-way contract didn't really turn out um, there's a couple others that got some run. Jordan Wara from uh, Louisville for the Bucks. Trey Jones from the Spurs. From Duke with the Spurs. Um, Tyler Bay, uh, the kid from Colorado. So, um, uh, once again, the 2021 NBA draft is, um, is now in um, uh, 
July 29th, a month than normal because of all the pushbacks because of COVID. So um, here is some rumors that we're hearing. So the the um, the, the Pistons seem like they're set on taking Cade Cunningham at number one. However, Houston has been coming at them pretty hard trying to get the number one pick. Um, I'm sure they're just talking about a pick swap and then stuff, which would actually not be bad for Detroit because they could grab um, uh, Jalen Green, who I think they really like, um, uh, and maybe add some um, more because Houston's got a shit ton of picks to offer to Pistons. Um, however, I, I think that you're going to see the Pistons are going to probably rebunk everything because um, they are uh, just like everyone else enamored with Cade Cunningham because uh, it sounds like um, it sounds like they are trying to trade. Uh, uh, everyone's trying to trade up to get Cade Cunningham. Um, so that's that's what I know. I know that uh, the 13th pick. Um, the Houston Rockets have tried to get from the Indiana Pacers offering Eric Gordon. Don't know how, if that was just talked about, if, if there's still some deciding or or what. I, I don't know who offered it to who. Um, we do know that the Pacers want to improve. We do know that Houston is looking to uh, um, stockpile picks and, and, and just go nuts in this draft. Um the Knicks seem to be the, uh, the, the first of all, let's get something straight. Cavaliers look like they want to trade Colin Sexton. I am all about trading Colin Sexton because I'm not sure a Darius Garland, Colin Sexton backcourt is the way to go. Uh, however, the Knicks seem to be the most aggressive suitors. Miami is interested. I think the Clippers are interested. The, the thing that is, so he's on his rookie deal, which makes him attractive. What doesn't make him attractive is he's going to want a contract extension soon. So um, a team like the Knicks can do it. A team like the Clippers, yeah, we'll see. But the Knicks, um, the Knicks, th- there's a rumored package of maybe Kevin Knox, Obi Toppin, um, one of their first-round picks, 19 or 21 or something like that, uh, in a deal for Colin Sexton. Um but I also do believe that the Cavaliers are also trying to trade up to number one. And I'm thinking that they might eventually dangle Colin Sexton. So there's a lot, there's a lot going on right now. Um, uh, Ben Simmons name has been bandied around. I still don't see him being dealt by the draft. Um, uh, Damien, the Damien Lillard talk has cooled down. Um, I think he stays. I think he is there unless he just up and just decides he's, he's done. Um, there is, um, you know, there's a growing belief that there's going to be a lot of act, a lot of action during this, uh, this, um, draft, um, players, picks, um, all being dealt. Um, it's going to be a wild off season. So, um, I know that, um, leading up to the draft, we're going to, um, possibly have, uh, another trade or two coming in, um, However, I am going on vacation, leaving tomorrow morning. Therefore, I will be gone next week. However, should anything happen, I will come back Monday, do an emergency podcast. My the following Monday, that is, uh, do an emergency podcast and um, and and cover everything that I've missed. Um, I will also that week come up with mock draft 3.0, which will be the first round and second round. Um, 
then as we move closer to the draft and rumors start to heat up, I will probably do another pod, um, maybe the day of the draft, and then we'll go from there. And then obviously my favorite one of the year, the the team the team grades for the draft. Um, so with that said, that's how it's going to look. Vacation next week, possibly three, three pods the week after, um, and whatnot. So um, is this is this is a fun time. I'm, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. So um, we are uh, we are getting close to my favorite day of the year, the NBA draft. Um, kind of like Christmas for me. So um, we are we are um, we are anxiously awaiting how how this turns out. So I appreciate everyone who uh, takes the time to listen to uh, my babbling and listen to me talk and just babble about everything I love. Um, we are going to um, we are going to have an, an enjoyable time. But once again, you can reach me at Maximum Hoops NBA. Um, we can discuss anything you want. We can. Um, I, I'm, I'm willing to have guests on my podcast and, and whatnot. So let's uh, let's make this a community, and um, uh, we will go from there. So uh, with that said, um, you guys have a great weekend. We will be back and better than ever in just over a week um, after I go to the East Coast and have some fun. So. Um, Take care, and uh, we'll talk to you the week of the draft. All right, and welcome back to the Maximum Hoops podcast. I am your host, Michael Maxey. We are taking a look back at the 2020 NBA draft, going through the uh, first-round picks by pick, and um, and I'm giving a little... uh, little grades of how the rookie season went and how the the pick uh, looked uh, the rookie season. So we did the lottery. Um, that leaves us at number 15. The Orlando Magic took Cole Anthony and um, Cole Anthony in 27 minutes a game averaged 12.9 4.7 and 4.1 assists a game. And then when Mar- uh, Markel Fultz got hurt, tore his AC, I think he tore his ACL Cole Anthony became the starter in um, Orlando, and um, I, so Cole Anthony is a score first point guard. However, I do think he has the ability to show uh, and be a true point guard. Really impressed with um, how he played his rookie season. Uh, his shooting is awful. Uh, he shot thirty four percent, twenty eight percent from three. Um, just. Uh, Yes, uh, just awful. But I th- his is more shot selection. I think he forces things. He did the same thing at North Carolina. His North Carolina team that he was on as a freshman was god-awful, so he felt like he had to shoot. Kind of the same thing in Orlando. However, um, once he once he, once he he can establish, which is surprising because his dad was a, a point guard in the NBA, once he establishes um, the ability to play point, I think he'll... Uh, I think he'll be able to excel, and he will be able to balance being a point guard and a scorer. So, with that said, uh, Cole Anthony at 15, I'm giving him a B. It's a strong B too, because I really enjoyed watching him as a rookie. The number 16 pick 
was Isaiah Stewart. Originally picked by, originally picked by Portland, he ended up in um, in Detroit through a trade, and um, uh, Isaiah Stewart was pretty good. He uh, eventually became a starter, averaged seven point nine points, six point seven rebounds a game. Um, uh, yeah, he became a pretty good player. Uh, yeah, he, he's he's not a, 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 a what do you want to call it like a, an athletic like five. But he's got the ability to to use his body. Knows how to use his body. A good rebounder. Um, I'm going to give him a B. Uh, he became a starter through the season. I'd say right now, unless there's a big upgrade, he will be the starter going into the season next year, unless a trade is made or they draft Evan Mobley by chance. But I see Isaiah Stewart as a center. Um, the starting center for Detroit. So I'm giving them a B on that one. Pick 17, Alexei Pokusevsky. They call him Poku. Well, he was drafted by Minnesota at number 17 and ended up in Oklahoma City via trade. Um, he averaged 8.2 points, 4.7, 2.2 uh, assists. Pretty good. I... I think now with the way that they cleared out their center spots in um, in uh, Oklahoma City, that Poku could end up being a center next year, possibly the starting center. He did start a bunch of games for um, Oklahoma City. Um, he's definitely in their plans. I'm going to give this a B. Um, turned out to be a really good pick. Um, would love to see them move him as the center. He's kind of... Uh, very Kristaps Porzingis-like. Um, not saying I want him to be that type of player, but that's kind of like... I mean, that. I mean, he's very similar to him. So, um, I'm going to give that a B. So, pick number 18 is Josh Green from Arizona. Went to the Dallas Mavericks. Now, did not play a lot. He did not play a lot. 12.2 minutes a game. Um... Uh, just, uh, uh, just, uh, and at the, 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 the point, um, I mean, I'm sorry, 11.4 minutes a game. Uh, the point, I love his shooting. I love his size for a two. I, I really, there's a lot of things I like about him. Granted, he's a freshman. He's young. Um, might, might not have been ready for the big time. I'm going to give this a D, um. He, he just did not have a really good rookie season. Um, and, and, and to be honest with you, there were minutes for him to get spots at a wing position. Um, they did play a lot of two-point guards at times, probably because well, Lucas got the size to play um, off the ball as well and and whatnot. But um, instead of bringing him in as a, as a reserve, um, they, they, they would bring in a couple point guards as backups. And, and, and I'm just... Um, I'm just expecting him to uh, have a much bigger impact next year um, and, and crack the rotation. But as of his rookie season, I'm going to have to give that pick a D. So I was very disappointed with um, Josh Green. So the Brooklyn Nets came in at number 18 and picked Sadiq Bey from Villanova. Then they, in a, a, a couple of moves, they traded him to the Detroit Pistons. So Detroit had another rookie. And Sadiq Bey played quite a bit. Sadiq Bey uh, was a starter, was able to average 12.2 points per game, uh, 4.5 uh, 
rebounds per game. Uh, just really good. Looks like right now he is their starting small forward heading into camp. Um, unless, you know, they get another uh, guard and they move Cade Cunningham to the three. Uh, but, but Bay has been a really good player. Uh, Average 27 minutes a game. That's pretty good for a rookie, especially a rookie in the late picked in the late teens. So, Sadiq Bay, um, I'm going to give him a B for um, that pick. That was a really good pick by... Uh, by uh, the the Pistons, um, and, and they made the most of it. And and, and I know it's easier for these te- players to go to pl- uh, teams where um, the roster's gutted or they're rebuilding, or you know, there's just playing time opportunities. So, um, but with that said, I, I'm giving I'm giving them a B anyways. Pick twenty. Miami took Precious Achiwa. So he played a little bit of four, but mostly at the five. He only. Uh, he only averaged five points a game. He only played 12 minutes a game. He was basically Bam Adebayo's backup. I'm going to give him a C. Uh, I mean, obviously, did you see that block on Kevin Durant in the Nigerian game? Wow. I mean, the kid the kid can play. So, uh, um, anyways, um, Miami likes to play one big and a bunch of wings and a point guard. So, that's kind of how they did it in Swachua was uh, basically their center behind Bam Adebayo. Did not get a lot of playing time. I'm going to give them a C for this. I think that he, that he has a chance to um, uh, to get minutes. Uh, he kind of His situation is kind of like Aquanahu from uh, Atlanta. And um, I fully expect uh, him to be a really nice reserve starting next year. So... Philadelphia had the 21st pick. They took Tyrese Maxey. Yep, no relation to me. Um, kid from Kentucky, six foot three combo guard. Uh, averaged eight points, 1.7 uh, rebounds, two assists. Uh, they played him a lot. You know what? Like he had stretches where where he played like a lot of minutes. Was really good. Even in the playoffs, he played a little bit. Um, I fully uh, expect him to have. I'm going to give him a C plus for right now, just because I, I. I mean, he didn't even average double figures. However, I think he is going to be a guy who who's going to improve immensely next year, um, especially if they could either trade Ben Simmons or move him to a better position because he's not a point guard. Let either Tyreek Maxey be your point guard, your starting point guard, or have him be your combo guard coming off the bench. Who, who you allow to score and just cause havoc um, defensively. So that's, I, I think he's going to have a monster, a monster second year. I think he is going to break out, could possibly be a starter. And a lot of people think that you should not judge a draft until like two or three years later. Um, but I, uh, we all live in the moment, so I'm, I, you know, whatever. Anywho. Uh, Tyrese Maxey, I'm going to give him a C plus. I think he has a chance to um, possibly uh, be a really good player. Denver Nuggets have picked number 22. They took Zeke Naji from Arizona. Um, yeah, so he only played 10 minutes a game when he played. Averaged three points a game. I'm going to give him a D. Did not do much, um, much, uh, much on as far as um, that goes. Uh, so... Um, yeah, he's just uh, just just really really you know 
really, really struggle to get into the rotation. They are, they do have a plethora of big man on their rosters. So that is something too. Um, yeah. So anyways, I got him, uh, you know, probably a D. Um, and, uh, it, it, yeah. So with that being said, let's move to pick number. Where, where are we at? Oh, pick number 23, Leandro Balmoral from Argentina. Well, anyways, um, I'm going to give it an incomplete because he, I do not think he has come over yet. I would have to do some research on him. Uh, but I do not think he's come over yet. I'm going to give it incomplete and um, and whatnot. And actually, to be honest with you, he's not even on the Knicks. I'm pretty sure he was dealt to Oklahoma City. So, yes, he was dealt to Oklahoma City. So, scratch that. He's not on the Knicks. But I'm still going to give it an in incomplete because he did not play uh, last year. So, moving on. The 24th pick went to the Milwaukee Bucks and they selected R.J. Hampton. R.J. Hampton was then um, subsequently traded to the Denver Nuggets, where um, where he uh, did not really crack much of the rotation. Um, then, in a trade deadline deal, he was sent to the Orlando Magic in the Aaron Gordon trade that sent Aaron Gordon to Denver. So he got traded on draft night from Milwaukee to Denver and then on the tra at the trade deadline he got dealt from Denver over to Orlando where I'm going to give this a B minus just for the simple fact I think he's in a way better situation in Orlando than he was in Denver not that Denver isn't a good organization but Denver was loaded with guards who they trusted RJ Hampton wasn't cracking any kind of roster um, or not, uh, any kind of rotation um, for one and for two Orlando is just, um, yeah, they have a plethora of guards, but they're going to clear them out this free uh, this off season. They're going to make trades. Um, R.J. Hampton has a chance, especially with Markel Fultz, is probably not going to be ready for the start of the season. Putting Cole Anthony back as your starting point guard, that's going to let R.J. Hampton come as a combo guard off the bench. I'm assuming they're going to start Gary Harris for a little bit, but he is not long for. Um, he is not long for the Orlando Magic, in my opinion. Um, and, and you're going to have to, um, you know, and you're going to have to see RJ Hampton coming off the bench. And, and I think he has a chance, especially he's, I think he's going to get lots of minutes in Orlando. So I'm going to give it a B minus for now um, and whatnot. So let's go to 25, which was the Oklahoma City picked Emmanuel quickly, and he was dealt to. The New York Knicks, and um, I'm going to give this a B plus because Emmanuel quickly was awesome. He uh, averaged 11 points a game, two rebounds, two assists, um, playing uh, point guard, playing off the ball, playing with Derrick Rose, playing without Derrick Rose, playing next to Alfred Payton, playing. I mean, everything you could, every guard rotation you could figure out that uh, Emmanuel quickly was in, he was in, and um, and he just he's got that little pretty flo floater that is just. That is just ridiculous. Um, yeah, he went through scoring punches. I'm gonna give them. A, 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 I'm gonna give that a B plus. He is just amazing. Um, I was very, very, very uh, uh, impressed with the way he um, 
the way he came in his rookie year, uh, hit a little bit of a rookie wall, but was able to bounce back um, and uh, was able to um, to establish himself uh, uh, as a rotation piece. Um, and I know the Knicks are still looking for a point guard. They're still looking for a true point guard. But whatever happens quickly will be in this rotation, whether it's starting, whether it's coming off the bench, or um, or you know, you know, in a three guard uh, lineup or whatever they decide to do. But uh, Manuel quickly giving him a B plus. Really love that pick. So the Boston Celtics picked at number twenty six. They took Peyton Pritchard from Oregon. This was a little bit higher than I expected. However, Pritchard when he played was really good and actually established himself as the backup point guard. He averaged 19 minutes a game, 7.7 points a game, 2.4 rebounds, 1.8 assists. Um, and, and, and there were a couple games where he was lights out from a three-point range. I mean, this guy is just a... Uh, I mean, he shot 44% from the field, 41% from three. That is pretty impressive, especially for a rookie. And uh, Peyton Pritchard, I'm going to give him... A B minus. He was a very good rotation player. I, I absolutely loved everything about um, uh, the way he played, and um, and, and I, I, I've been wrong before. I, I thought that was a little bit high to take him. However, uh, yeah, he has been awesome for the Boston Celtics. And now that they traded Kemba Walker, it looks like he's going to get a chance to uh, really be the backup as Marcus Smart, as of right now, is a starting point guard. So. All right, Utah. They took Aduka Azubuke at number 27. Yeah, I'm giving this a straight-up F. (laughs) He played 15 games, averaged one point, just, uh, yeah, just a big man, just not able to crack the lineup. And I'm just going to give it a straight-up F. I'm not even going to spend any more time on that. So... Let's go to pick 28. The Lakers selected Jaden McDaniels and then dealt him to the Minnesota Timberwolves. And he became a a starter, averaged 24 minutes a game, which is pretty decent. 6.8, he had 6.8 points a game, 3.7 rebounds a game. Played the three to four. Um, Would love to see, uh, you know, I mean, you know, he's not really a wing. He's kind of a big forward uh, who can play the wing a little bit. Was able to was able to um was able to uh crack the starting lineup so i'm gonna give that a b plus um so okay moving on to number 29 malachi flynn from the toronto raptors became the backup point guard i'm gonna give this a c he averaged 7.5 points but really didn't do much after that um and i'm gonna give that a c let's round out Number 30, Desmond Bain, TCU, Boston's pick, was traded to Memphis. I'm giving this a B. He averaged 9.2 points a game, 3.1, always a rotation player, um, and and whatnot. So uh, that is how the first round uh, uh, look back at 2020 NBA draft goes. We are going to come back, and we are going to take uh, some notables who uh, rookies who in the second round who had really good seasons, and, uh, and we'll come back. So... All right, we'll be right back in a few minutes. All right, welcome to the Maximum Hoops Podcast. I am your host, Michael Maxey. And as we head towards the 2021 NBA Draft, 
I thought it'd be fun to look back at last year's 2020 NBA draft, uh, which was uh, unique in a few ways. The coronavirus uh, made um, uh, visits and uh, workouts um, hard to do. Uh, you know, you know some of these college players. You know, the, the season ended and uh, they cannot use the NCAA tournament to up their stock. So, but that being said, uh, I you know. Some of you might have forgotten how the NBA draft turned out uh, last year, so bear with me. <clears throat> I will, I will give you the players, the teams, and I will give you my grade of how I feel that they did. So, starting with the number one pick in last year's NBA draft, the Minnesota Timberwolves selected Anthony Edwards from Georgia, six foot five shooting guard. Wow, what a rookie season! 19.3 points, 4.7 rebounds. 2.9 uh, uh, assist. Um, only shot 40, just almost, just under 42%. Really, 33% from three-point range. Not, um, you know, that's what you expect from a rookie. But man, this dude lit it up the second half of the season, and I've, I expect big things for Anthony Edwards in the future. And I think he is a cornerstone of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, so much so that I think they're going to look to maybe upgrade point guard position and move D'Angelo Russell out, possibly even Carl Anthony Towns. Um, soon this will be Anthony Edwards' team. This dude is a flat-out stud. <clears throat> With that said, I'm giving uh, the Anthony Edwards pick an A-plus for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, would not have been uh, upset if he would have shared Rookie of the Year, but uh, he finished second. Well, anyways, speaking of second, let's move to the number two pick, which was the Golden State Warriors. Now they took James Wiseman out of Memphis. I don't know if you remember James Wiseman. He uh, he was very, um, he, you know, he had some NCAA trouble. Um, was able to uh, only play a couple games before they kind of shut him down. He averaged a modest 11.5 points, 5.8 rebounds, um, under an assisted game. He did, however, shoot 63%. Um, he also, uh, you know. Uh, was a was a very big uh, uh, shot blocker and, and and I think I'm gonna give this uh, draft a B uh, primarily because I don't think Golden State really knew how to use Wiseman I I think they're a legit center away from uh, really establishing themselves as another do, as the dominant team again uh, you got Steph Clay um, on the outside Andrew Wiggins uh, as, a, as your slasher uh, wing. So I, I really think they're center away. Draymond handles the ball a lot. Um, a little um, high-low pick-a-pop action with Draymond and, and Wiseman. It'll be fun to watch. Um, I'm giving them a B. Not sure why Wiseman's name's been thrown around in trade rumors. But obviously, it's 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 all about... Um, it's it, it's all about uh, Golden State trying to improve, and uh, a lot of play, a lot of teams are probably wanting Wiseman. I thought he had a modest rookie year. I think he's going to have a monster second year. So I'm giving them a B for that pick. Charlotte Hornets came in at number three. They picked Lamelo Ball. Obviously, you guys know who Lamelo Ball is. Uh, you know from you know his his outrageous dad and 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 his and his brother. Um, however, uh, Lamelo Ball, which I said. The moment I saw him, he's going to be the best ball brother. Not even, not even a chance. Best ball brother. Well, he had a great rookie year. 15.7 points, 
5.9 rebounds, 6.1 assists. Uh, it, 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 and he really played with really no shooters around him. Uh, he was, uh, you know, he was counting on to do a lot. He, he shot 40, almost 44% from the uh, field, 35% from three, which is pretty respectful, especially for a rookie coming in. And he's not known to have a really uh, consistent outside shot. But I was very, very impressed with him. Uh, the Golden State Warriors are getting an A plus for, uh, or not the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Charlotte Hornets are getting an A plus for this pick. Um, not only was he Rookie of the Year, he established himself. Him and Anthony Edwards were definitely the two best rookies this year. Not even a chance. So, um, do I think Golden State wishes they would have took Lamelo Ball? Well, possibly. He probably could have helped out a little bit uh, with the ball handling. Uh, but I, I don't think he was a great fit for that team. Um, but I think he was a really good fit uh, for the Charlotte Hornets. So the Bulls had the number four pick last year. They took Patrick Williams from Florida State. And I criticized, criticized this um, uh, pick for a couple reasons. There, I thought there were guys that were still available that were better fits for Chicago and better, just better players. I mean, he did average, he started uh, pretty much almost the entire season. Averaged 9.2 points, 4.6 rebounds, 1.4. He did shoot 48% from the field and a respectable, very respectable, 39% from three. Uh, he is a, a pretty good percentage, high percentage shooter for a wing. Um, I'm going to give this a B after I was very hard on the pick. Very hard on the pick. I'm going to give this a B. I, I thought he was very well. Um, he played um, extremely well for the Bulls. You know, I mean, the Bulls have just, they've had, they've hit bad luck. So um, it was good to see Patrick Williams at least being a little bit of a bright spot. So I got them with a B. So the Cleveland Cavaliers came in at number five. They selected Isaac Okora from Auburn, basically a 2-3 wing. Uh, last year, he averaged 9.6 points, 3.1 rebounds, uh, just under two assists a game. Shot 42%. Not really good 29% from three. Um, I think he's more suited as a three. Um, obviously, they have the uh, the mini backcourt with Garland and, and Sexton in Cleveland, but... Um, uh, he, he did play some too when uh, those guys when one of them was out and the, they, they battled in and out of injuries um, uh, Isaac Okora uh, I'm going to give it I'm going to give him a B I'm going to give Cleveland a B on that pick I think he's a really good pick uh, would have loved to seen um, uh, he, you know uh, a full strength Cleveland Cavaliers young roster last year so um, moving on, number six, Anyeke Akwonoku from USC. Now, he only averaged 4.6 points, only played 12 minutes a game, three rebounds, a half an assist a game. Um, but uh, first of all, he was playing behind Clint Capella. Um, he had to earn his way into the rotation, but then he finally did in the playoffs, and I thought he did really well in the playoffs. Um, but it, it's hard when you come in as a rookie and you, um, you, you know, you're behind a, a, a legit starter like Clint Capella. So um, I'm going to give him a C plus on this pick. Um, and, and mind you, this is not just what the team; it's also the player. It, it's 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 the entire pick. 
between the player, how they performed, and whatnot. So I'm giving him a C plus. It's kind. I was very close to giving him a B. I like Aquanaku. He looked really good in uh, the playoffs um, uh, as a backup, and um, I, I I absolutely think that he has a chance to be a really solid backup and possibly eventually become a starter. So <clears throat> that is, that leaves us with Detroit at pick number seven. Well, they took Killian Hayes. Killian Hayes, um, not many people had heard of Killian Hayes. Um, you know, he, he he's, um, uh, you know, he plays uh, point guard. Um, he um, didn't go to college. He played, uh, you know, he went to, um, you know, uh, he, he, he played for Germany. I believe it was Germany. But anyways, um, I... I very pleasantly surprised with him. I was very pleasantly surprised with him. He, um, not only was he a starter for most of the season for, um, Detroit, it looks like he's their starter, like, like possibly, possibly long-term because, I mean, if they draft, um, if they draft, uh, Cade Cunningham, um, I, the word is that Killian Hayes is still going to be, uh, the starting point guard. They're not going to move him to the bench or nothing. I mean, he only averaged 6.8 points, 2.7 assist, uh, rebounds, 5.3 assists, um, shot 50 or 35%, shot 28% from three. Uh, not not really good. Um, however, I do feel like um, he's going to improve. I, I'm going to give this since he started. He looks like a start. I'm going to give them a B on this pick. Um, I really really like him. So. The Knicks at number eight took Obi Toppin from Dayton, and, and Obi Toppin was a story pretty much the entire, the entire season, uh, uh, leading up to the draft. And uh, he came in and was supposed to be the next uh, great power forward in um, in um, New York, and uh, Julius Randle happened. So uh, he only averaged 11 minutes a game, scored four points, two rebounds a game, less than you know an assist a game. So <clears throat> I'm going to give this an F. Um, that's probably too harsh. It probably should be more like a D minus, but um, I, I didn't really see much from Obi Toppin that made me think that that he's ready to unseat Julius Randle or to, or give them a reason to possibly uh, deal Julius Randle. So um, I, I, just not not very uh, you know not not really impressed with Obi Toppin. Um, and, and some guys thought he should be a top three pick. Um, I did not see it. So, moving on, let's go to Washington at nine. They took Denny Avilia. So um, he came in, uh, highly praised uh, rookie, was um, limited to only 23 minutes a game, averaged only six points, five rebounds a game. Um, I'm gonna give this a D. Uh, I know he battled injuries. I was not very impressed with. Um, uh, with him when he was in the game. Um, he couldn't crack the starting lineup full-time. Um, that was even after they decided that they were going to move Davis Bertans to the, to the to the bench. So, not... Not really a great rookie season for uh, Denny Vizia. So, that leaves Phoenix at pick number 10. And I uh, and they took Jalen Smith from Maryland, 6'10". Uh, four five. He's really a five, but uh, he averaged only 5.8 minutes a game, two points a game. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give this. 
I'm going to also give this an F. I mean, he did not do anything to establish himself. They obviously wanted a big man. Uh, they needed a big man. Um, they took him, um, was not able to, you know, and, and I've even looking in the playoffs, they've had minutes where they could have used a big man. Where's Jalen Smith? I know I, I think he had some injury uh, problems, but uh, just did nothing to establish himself. I'm giving them an F for, um, for Jalen Smith. So that puts us at San Antonio Spurs, pick number 11. Now, I don't know what the deal is with San Antonio, but they are apparently at love wings because they drafted another one after they have a roster full of wings. Um, pretty much their last three drafts have been nothing but wings. So they took Devin Vassell, um, who averaged 5.5 points, 2.8 rebounds, and less than an assistant game. But he did average 17 minutes, and and that's with it. I, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with that. I'm going to give them a C on this one. I'm pretty impressed with the amount of minutes that he played considering that there's a lot of... Um, uh, wings on the San Antonio roster and uh, he was able to crack the starting lineup and there weren't like a lot of injuries or nothing. Uh, Derek White I think missed some time but um, he was able to um, to play uh, the two to three and the four pretty much uh, when they could. So um, I I'm going to give them a C for, um, uh, for San Antonio at pick number 11. Pick number 12 was Sacramento um, Kings. They took and they took Tyrese Halliburton from Iowa State, who I had as a top five pick. Thought the Bulls should have took him at four. So disappointed the Bulls did not take him at four. He calls to number 12. Um, he's kind of a tweener, uh, one, two. Um, obviously, De'Aaron Fox is there. I think that um, they took him um, as best player available, Tyrese Halliburton. Um, I'm going to give them a, uh, give him a B. He averaged 13 points, three rebounds, 5.3 assists, and that's playing off the ball too. Not not necessarily always with the ball in his hand. He's he's like, you know, he played some backup point guard. He plays a backup shooting guard. He played three guard lineups. All um, very very impressed with Tyrese Halliburton. I'm going to give him a B uh, with his um, his uh, uh, rookie season in Sacramento. So that leaves us at number 13, Kira Lewis. Uh, junior from Alabama. So the problem with Kira Lewis is Kira Lewis only averaged 6.4 points, uh, 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 actually 6.4 minutes a game. Um, and uh, I'm sorry, nope, that was right, 6.4 points a game. But anyways, um, it's pretty impressive considering um, uh, this is a roster full of uh, point guards. I'm going to give him a C. I mean, he didn't do anything to establish himself. I mean, it looks like that New Orleans is going to. Um, it looks like New Orleans is going to clear out some of their point guard depth, like Lonzo Ball's probably out. Um, uh, they're looking to trade Eric Bledsoe. He's probably out. Um, it looks like they've moved Nikhil Alexander Walker to the two um, when they thought maybe he could be a point guard as well. So I'm going to give a C to Kira Lewis Jr. at number 13. Rounding out the lottery. Aaron Nesmith from Vanderbilt. Very, very love this kid coming out of college. Um, averaged 4.7 points on 14 minutes a game. Um, I thought this dude had a real... I'm going to give him a D. I thought this this dude had a really good chance to get into the rotation. Um, I, I'm just... Um, yeah, I'm a little shocked. Uh, even when uh, Jalen Brown went hurt... Uh, uh, Romeo Langford jumped ahead of um, Nesmith in the rotation and um, 
I, I really think that um, I would have loved to have seen uh, Nesmith get more time. Uh, he's a guy who I would not be surprised if it gets, gets possibly dealt. Um, although Boston has cleared out a little bit of their, their room, so we'll see how that goes. So, well, with that said, that is the lottery of the 2020 draft. I will come back and we will finish second uh, half of the 2020, uh, look back at the 2020 NBA draft.